GG Poker is the biggest online poker site and they have more players than any other on the internet. Why play anywhere else? They have a wide range of games and unique features that you just can't find on any other site. GG Poker run huge tournaments with big prize pools and they hold the record for the biggest ever prize pool on an online poker tournament. There are games for all players at all skill levels, whether you're new to poker or a seasoned pro, including cash games and exciting tournaments like Bounty Hunters and Sunday Majors. GG Poker offer popular games like Texas Hold'em and Omaha to unique games like All In or Fold and Spin and Gold. New players that make their first deposit get £60 in free play, 18+, plus. new UK players only, minimum deposit is £10, full terms and conditions apply, begambleaware.org and please play responsibly. AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients and what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear-headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing a fighting cock for example. One scoop, once a day, before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chilling by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations, Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, this has been the Fighting Court Podcast. Thank you once again. This has been this. It's the end, but this is the intro as they hear it. So uh, ignore that. Um, I'm with Bardi when uh, Spooky's just walked out. Um, so the end of this podcast, the only reason we're doing this intro is because to explain the end, it cuts off really abruptly because Bardi talks about a... Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts, who's, who's one of his favourite porn stars ever. And what we wanted to do was record uh, the Tony Roberts porn soundtrack as a background as we outro the podcast. But what actually happened is, because I'm recording this on my phone... It, uh, it cut off. So we spent three or four minutes talking amongst ourselves with Tony Roberts being banged uh, for no reason. It was all right. It was quite nice. It was all right, wasn't Distracting, it? Distracting, but it was all right. Yeah. God bless. God, God bless you all. Thanks for being with us. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's episode eight, season eight of the Fighting Cop podcast. Today I'm joined by Bardi. Hello. And we've got Spooky. Yes. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, I'm all right. You're not good. Well, I'm trying to be good to start with. Good, all right, all right. I'm trying to be good because I'm sat opposite him, my my nemesis. (laughs) I'm pretty good. I'm I'm kind of, I'm over the result. I've accepted it 100%. Uh, Quick apology, um, irregular up. Uploads, which I fucking hate. I hate not getting this podcast out. Uh, we've had issues over the last two weeks of the device we use and not recording. Uh, I was stuck in Switzerland again. Every single time I seem to travel out of the country, I get stuck somewhere. So, uh, yeah, big apology for that. But we'll be back as of nor- uh, normal as of next week, Monday and Thursday next week, from this point onwards to the end of the season. Uh, unless something else happens. Mad. Um, the Fight Cock is sponsored by Fansbet. Uh, throughout the season, we're we're recruiting people for Fansbet. Uh, go and if you like betting the football, go go and go and use their website. It's fansbet.com. Um, when when you sign up, drop use the drop down the Fighting Cock, and uh, you can bet on football, knowing that half of the money you lose when you when you bet, as people do, um, it goes back to a good cause. We're going to find some decent story around a Spurs fan who needs some sort of special experience around Spurs and help them, the money we raise, help them to enjoy Spurs in, in a way that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to. Um, yeah, or, um, if you are betting, obviously bet carefully and, and only lose what you can afford to. And when the fun stops, stops and all that shit. Uh, yeah, Watford. Um, go, just go, just take yourself back. Just... You know, 25 minutes before kickoff. What was your expectation going into the game? Because this is a team that's won three on the bounce already. Yeah, obviously confident. Well, why wouldn't you be after after what we did at Old Trafford? I know Man United have got have got their uh, fair share of um, internal problems, and you know we turned up there and we did a professional job. A lot of people, a lot of Spurs fans before the game were talking about Doctor Tottenham. I know we self-deprecate. Yeah, that's why. We're the best fan base on the planet. Yep. Because we can take the piss out of ourselves. And well, we're kind of... I'm not sure we are, but well, go on. Uh, what do you mean so, by that? I just mean that 
As human beings, we're the best. Yeah, as human beings. I I don't think we're deluded anyway. I think we, we, if anything, we're guarded. Yeah. And we're not. We don't like to be arrogant about about. I think games. there is a certain arrogance about Spurs fans these there's a, days. There's a certain arrogance after we have lost, and, there's an, and suddenly there was an expectancy, like the Watford game. Mm. But then I, I kind of get it. I, I get why people are pissed off. I was pissed off. I'm sure you you two are pissed off. Like yeah, Watford hundred percent record as well. Going into that game, someone was going to lose out. I did not expect it to be us. But there were ominous signs in that game. You know when you know none of them are on it, but nothing's quite connecting. Yeah. It's quite sloppy. It's been like and, that for a lot of the season so far. Well, this is it. And we'll get to that later, actually. Okay. But, um, I'll let, I'll let Bar- Bardi's like sort of biting his You've been fuming, you, Bardi? You've been fuming. Ready to say you, something, you, so I'll let him interject. You, you, have, you hate the idea of Spurs getting beat by lowly Watford don't you I hate this idea of Spurs losing and I hate the idea of us losing this early especially after a, um, a win at Old Trafford and it's all of our own making of course the can I just say before you yeah. continue nine points is more than we've had in the last three seasons it doesn't mean anything, mean anything but mean I just anything. wanted to I just wanted to give you stats it doesn't mean anything why are you saying yeah. people love stats just <laughs> no, you're making a point stat attack you're making a point it's a party. stat attack he's just making a point he's just interrupting me I'm, he, trying, I'm trying to Donald, derail his train he's Donald trumping me just, he, he has got a good point though it's good form for the start of the season yeah it's fine but what the fuck does it matter well, it's you, better than fine if you play Watford away and you lose to Watford doesn't mean anything I'm happy clapping <laughs> doesn't mean anything and it was, I was look, I'm upset yeah because Tottenham didn't have a fucking plan and for the first time I looked at Tottenham and we were without an idea of how to play we started there was there was kind of glimmer of hope with the ball down the channel with Lucas chasing it so a long ball over the top with Lucas sprinting onto it mm. was an opening Watford just dropped five yards deeper and that ended and we had nothing else there was nothing else left I could see why we played three at the back to kind of win the aerial duels and have someone mopping up but the midfield was a fucking shambles and it's been a long time since I've thought that about Spurs' midfield but it was a shambles yeah that's a fair point and, look, and, and, and games for teams lose games everybody lose games I, I don't mind us losing games and we can lose games but there's sometimes when you lose a game because of your own decisions and your own tactics and your own players they it's almost like they didn't beat us I mean they did but you know we beat ourselves by not having any <laughs> fucking control of this game we got gifted a goal and at that moment you get gifted a goal a proper team fucking gets hold of the ball and doesn't lose it I instead we kept going long and uh, rather, than, rather than us losing it I thought that Watford's just physicality won them the game physicality it doesn't matter but, that, but what Stoke, I'm saying is they've got giants who can play football Stoke had giants yeah, but they, it was a different this, this is a good Watford side I'm not saying it's not so Decore uh, don't, give Perea, Kapu, don't give me Kapoor don't give me Kapoor because he's a waste man but now all of a sudden everyone's looking at him like he's a new Deschamps he played well in that game uh-huh. and uh, and uh, and then obviously success up front and obviously the the, the beast that is Troy Deeney and I, I, I've we've done some stuff through Ball Street with Troy Deeney and he's a solid gold bloke he's a fucking nightmare to play against because he, he in his own admission doesn't have all the qualities of a professional footballer he never thought he was going to make it he used to turn up uh, play, play in his, his amateur days like drunk so he'd be out all night drunk then go and play <laughs> and bang five in you know he, 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 he didn't think he was going to make it but has turned himself into almost like a model pro he doesn't have the attributes of he's like a shit Harry Kane that's what he is he, and, and I say shit 
This is a man who scored against Spurs, has caused Arsenal untold problems over the years. He's so effective at what he does. But what I'm saying is that Harry Kane is the glitz and glamour, you know, the world's most valuable footballer, all that kind of stuff. Troy Deeney does what he needs to do in order to be effective in football matches. I think throughout the park, they out-muscled us, out-fought us. Uh, and I think that's built into the DNA of each of these individual individual footballers rather than it being a kind of tactical masterclass because they won from two headers but why wasn't Dyer playing I'm not a huge Dyer fan I've often called him out and said we need to upgrade Dyer but we don't we can't play three at the back and then Dembele and who the fuck was playing alongside Dembele Ericsson was drifting Ali was drifting I had no idea who was playing I, couldn't tell you that fucking formation. And it's been signs of this all season. Where Where is Kane playing? Where is Lucas playing? Fine, it worked against Man United. We hit him on the counter two times. Um, Fulham and everything else. But what is... Can anyone tell me what what formation we're playing? Because right, I don't have okay. a fucking hold idea. On, hold on, hold on. It's like a diamond, isn't it? Hold on. Hold on. Go on. Huh? I agree with one thing that you've said. Well, I'm, sorry, you cut me off, so I'm going to say one, <laughs> one, more, one more thing. This is... The, I've often I don't like calling out Pochettino but I think he's confused and I'm kind of glad we got this international break so he can go away from everything else and have two weeks just to think about what he's doing because I think honestly he's confused at the moment with what? confused with what though? we won three games out of four we smashed United I get the first half yeah. we, we didn't play well but and I'm, I'm not saying it, but it wasn't you're, great you're calling our manager confused I'm after we started the season better I'm than we've ever had I'm he's confused because the Newcastle game we weren't we weren't we didn't control that game Lucas was all over the place Kane was a bit off the ball against Fulham we were 1-1 and they missed the clear they missed the sitter and then we had a great free kick goal and a lovely breakaway by Lamella setting up Kane and then we beat Man United by beating them we, we punish their weaknesses in defence but I don't I haven't seen this control again you remember when we used to beat when we beat Chelsea um, mm. at Stamford Bridge uh, or at home and we played Arsenal at Wembley and we just fucking we held yeah. Arsenal round the throat and we just slapped them but that was the only place. that was only six months ago yeah but I think it's the start Ron, of the season yeah, it's thank you thank you maybe that. it is the start of the season what's wrong with you <laughs> I'm upset I know you're upset but you're, what you're doing is you're lashing out right now well yes look, no, that's fine that's fine to get smacked <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me the, the, what you said is right I, when that game finished it wasn't a case of like one of the traits for Tottenham, modern-day Tottenham, Pochettino Tottenham, is when we do lose, it's quite rare that we get smashed. Like it happens against Man City more often than not. That's when we get completely yeah. outplayed. We get the tactics wrong, and we allow the opposition to really take the game to us and play us off the park. Against Watford, it felt that we we lost the game rather than Watford winning it. I think what Watford did is probably as good as they can do this season against that level of opposition, that quality of opposition. Yeah. I don't think they can improve above and beyond that, and it will not be as consistent as they've been in the first three or four games of the first four games of the season. Easily, like, easily finish top eight, easily. They will be, yeah, they're top off the table without a doubt. Top eight's a massive, massive task yeah, exactly. for Watford. And from what I saw, I thought it was so... Just the fight in that Watford side yeah. was incredible, and yeah. for, for a Watford fan, that's all they kind of need and, no, exactly. and hold and on not... for. And the top eight, maybe even the Europa League, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. And not this isn't just the game against Spurs. Yeah. Well, I thought they've got the right application the... and attitude, and and I, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But Spurs, if they do turn up, they will win. They win games like that, right? They they, they do win games like that. Mm. We got it completely wrong from, from the opening few minutes, but it was 
there was just something wrong with the performance in terms of the, the team performance and whether that was set up there's a cohesion or, missing that yeah there, there was, there was, and sometimes you can't you can sit here and try and analyse it and you're not going to get anywhere because there's no there's no reason other than what I think you just said football teams lose games of football and they lose it because on that day it doesn't work and for whatever reason the momentum of the game doesn't quite work the way it's going if Kane had found I think Lucas to his right Lucas is in 2-0 game done With, and at the end of the game we would have said we didn't play well but we, we won the and match and my arguments would have been exactly the same it would yeah. have been like we won like I said against Fulham against Man United exactly. it would have been exactly the same I wouldn't be pra- but, I wouldn't be praising it but here's, here's my point there's an alarm bells but here's my point you mentioned Arsenal you mentioned Chelsea away that came at latter stages of the season I genuinely I look at and I know the opening 10 games of the season are important because when you get to the back end of the season and you do your maths we miss out on we miss out on a position yeah Mm. we miss out on a position or two because of the form in the early season but early season is the true pre-season now I know people are going to say we didn't buy anyone Poch knows his team he should know the first 11 the strongest side and they should be at it Every, every game, right? Yeah. yeah? And I kind of agree with that. He should know what he's doing with the players that he's got because that's, all the, that's the only players he's got and the same players that he had last season. But he's still only three or four games into the season. And, and Spurs, I don't think they find their form until later. And I don't think anyone's really found their form. City have looked a bit rugged. Liverpool, you know, been been getting the results 100% again. But no one's been spectacular I think on another day we get a point out of that game, we might win it. And I know like people listening to this think, well, you're just fucking covering every potential result. You're talking waffle. I'm not. I'm saying you don't need to overanalyse this shit. If in 10, day, <coughs> 10 games' time like, we're looking back and we still haven't found a stride and we haven't got a swagger and there's, there's, there's something not quite right with Kane's movement and positioning and, you know, what, what, where's Lucas meant to be playing and all this kind of shit, then, yeah, then we can say, what the fuck is Poch doing? What are the players doing? But everything I've heard from the players and the manager, for me, is enough based on what, what they've given me. Just what? the fact that players want to, want to give something back to Pochettino. So there isn't a problem with attitude. There isn't a, pro- a problem with application. It's not a problem with the... It's, it's just a... What, it's a it's, mate, it's... It's a problem with the squad. No, it's not. Well, I don't, I don't do think mean? it is. I just, it was just a one-off. Dembele's dead. Then I... I I hate it. What's going he did, on? He had an awful game, Dembele. No, no, I, no, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Was, and, and, and I was diabolical. about to say that but Bard, um, Dembele doesn't play well. Spurs don't play well if he's on the pitch because he is the fulcrum of, of, of everything yeah. good or bad that happens at Spurs. Yeah. If he, You saw he give the ball away a oh, couple of times. Many times. He wasn't holding Decore off or Pereira yeah. off in, in any meaningful way. I think the strength in certainly in those sections of the game lost him but then he's up, he's up against young very strong very direct footballers and he's kind of met his bullied. match we got bullied yeah we did yeah we did we did but that isn't a reflection I don't think on our squad it's just that Watford have a team of fucking Goliaths they're not great footballers so it goes back to what Vardy said and, and, and use I your technical you. ability to play out well we we I know Poch has gone on about rotation and having to play different players for different games to keep them fresh, but yeah, why did Dyer not start? If we're talking about matching them for physicality and, and tenacious play, yeah, you put then, him in. then you put him in instead with of... Dev, with Dembele, maybe. 
Oh, I mean, oh. that goes back to your formation. Yeah. Like, well, he's, yeah. he's trying to play two up front, but the, he, the he, got it wrong. he got it. He got it. And wrong against against a really strong Watford side, who have those two midfielders who are, who are Goliaths in Pereira and and no, and Capu and De uh, sorry, Capu and and and, and De Cor- um, De Cor- De Cor- help me, help me. Yes, sorry. Uh, that you've got one, one, essentially one midfielder, and you've got two up front. And the, the, I guess the game plan might be that we have the technical ability to have one one in midfield and play out and create so, have so much space up front, but it, it just didn't work. Sorry, buddy. Go on. No, Dembele reminds me of um, Boxer in Animal Farm. That <laughs> you know where he held. Whoa, it's a spoil. You're gonna spoil it. It's a Are you gonna spoil it? Gonna spoil, if people haven't read Animal Farm, then by fucking now, shame on you. Skip ahead one minute. Shame on you. So. Boxer holds the, everything together. He builds that fucking win more. Even though he keeps getting knocked knocked down, doesn't win the league, they try and rebuild it. Doesn't win the league, they try and rebuild it. He's the fucking one that does it all. But eventually, he can't do it anymore. And what happens to him? Because fucking put in a fan. And, and then where does he go? Mm-hmm. He goes, goes to the, the glue factory. retirement home. Nah. <laughs> it doesn't, because that's not where animals go. He goes to the glue factory. because they, they, wa- they watch it. They watch him. They watch him as he goes off. Ain't that one of the most heartbroken? And That once in a day would have destroyed the van, but now just a little drum. He can't. He doesn't have the energy or strength because he's done all he can to build the rebuild yeah. the windmill, and they just put him in a fucking van and they send him to the glue factory. <laughs> Dembele's gonna get off to go to China. Yeah, he, <laughs> the glue factory. Fair play, fair play. Um, Winks came back. Um, he did look bright. He did look completely out of. It's like a boxer who comes back and he's time and ain't there. It's going to take time. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he, he needs he needs match fitness. But, and, and but you saw little moments of glimpses yeah. where he got the ball, he turned and burst the speed. I think if he can stay fit with Pochettino's tutelage and the opportunities he's going to get, given the fact that we haven't signed anyone, I think there's going to be a platform for him to play yeah, under. Without a doubt. And, uh, and, I, and I actually look at our midfield and, and I know we were after Jack uh, Graylish and, and whoever else and we, wanna, we wanted to see him and we're banging, we, we dreamt about Luka Modric and whatever else but we do have depth in the middle but it's reliant on these injuries and it's reliant on whether Victor Wanyama can come back What's going on? Is he back in full training? Uh, <laughs> is he in full training? It's worrying, isn't it? it but someone said somewhere that he was in full training. No, no, he is. I think he's back training. He's getting back in. He's not squad ready. He would have been great for Watford. Yeah. Fucking Lamella would have been great. I'm not a Lamella fan, but he would have been great. Yeah, he's never there when you fucking need him. Genesis on match of the day says Spurs can't play badly and win. Do you go along with this? Chat shit. We've played badly many times and won. Yeah. It's not weird, isn't it? It's like a weird throwaway punditry comment. I've got loads of shit to say. Go on, Genus, I love him, right? I, I, I think he's a better pundit than he was a footballer, and I don't mean that in I'm not having a go at him because I think Genus was the poster boy for Tottenham in that he had so much potential, and on his day, he was fantastic. I mean, he always used to dick Arsenal, so you got to love him. For he's that. always got against Arsenal. He was so on form against him, but he, he was a bit. I don't know if he did have a backbone. Just a nothing player, really. Yeah, he, he, he had. You didn't have the courage, the bravery of a Gerard. You look at Gerard's application, he goes into every game like it's the last game he's ever going to play. Yeah. You know, that kind of fucking, I'm the best midfielder in the country. If Genus was a bit of a cunt, it'd be world class, but he wasn't. And T nailed it in our WhatsApp group. He said that Genus, when he said, made this comment about Tottenham, he was just trying to sound clever, do a little soundbite. The thing about Spurs is like there's always a narrative. Like, 
are they going to keep hold of their players? They've got to keep hold of Harry Kane. They've got to do. They've got to win away in the big six. And most of the time, you look into this, and it's like it's bullshit. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And again, like Vardy has made my point already. Far quicker than me, but hello, spooky. Fucking let me do my shit. He talks a lot. <laughs> um, I've derailed myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, brilliant. Can you see his eyes. Yeah, yeah. You see his eyes. He's like, oh, fuck. Where am I? <laughs> Go on. All right. The the, the, the thing the, the thing about what Jeans has said about this being a. Go on. Look at your notes. Right. Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the thing about winning, having to win games when you play badly. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit. It's a nonsense statement. I mean, Spurs. If anything, what one of the traits they they started creating under AVB for fuck's sake was was winning badly. Yeah. It was you know you know when we used to run out of steam in the last ten minutes and lose games, yeah. and we turned that mentality around. And under Poch, like in, in the season that we went to Watford, we scored that last minute, and there was always yeah, Son, lo- wasn't it? Yeah, there was always last minute. That was winners. a great. That was a great night. And you could argue we, we weren't playing that well. Now I know Tottenham's standard has has risen, has risen massively. Yeah, and I guess the expectancy now is that when we do play Watford. And we lose. That is a total waste of three points for a, for a team that's meant to be challenging in inverted commas for the title. But this is just one fucking game. Come back to me, Genus, if we've done this three or four times before Christmas. Then it's a problem. Then we've got a problem. But people make comments now because they're on TV and they've got to say something. Much like people on Twitter have got to say something. Much like I'm saying something now. We're talking about football because it's what we do and what we love. We've all got opinions about it. But half this shit doesn't matter. So let's end the pod. Get yeah. down the pub. Yeah. Anyone got a coat? A couple of brasses. <laughs> yeah. Brasses. Co- there's nothing. Honestly, there's no problems in this world. I'm sure you two will attest to this. That couldn't be solved by a gram of gear and a couple of high-class brasses. Yeah, sorted. Fair enough. <laughs> Look at the diplomatic. All the shit you said. And now you. <laughs> all, all the shit you, you said. Your missus doesn't listen to this, so just feel free to. Uh... How do you know? Oh shit! How that was I comedy. Know? I don't even know. If my <laughs> yeah, that was comedy. I don't even know if my missus listens to it. Just that was a joke. <laughs> that was clearly a joke. I don't want the silence over. Fucking sometimes lasts forever. In conclusion, Genus, I, I, I just think he's uh, just look, having a dick look, for, for yeah, we're, dick we're, reasons. Like. It, no, I, I don't think he's being a dick. I'm just no, no, he's having a dick for reasons to Sorry, just yeah. have something to say. Uh, yeah, I understood. Uh, I, I think um, we're, we're pundits, a lot of them. And in Genus, even if they're ex-fan, ex-players, they're not watching it like we're watching it. We're fans and we, we understand the nuances of our football club. These pundits don't. They're given fact files by people that write them and they, they're given like sometimes these are 10 pages deep 10 pages of A4 notes and the fight got done on one side of A4 <laughs> and we talked within an hour these guys have got to do sound bites for all their content it's all about creating content that's yeah, what I think and, and Genius when he says that would, he may have believed it he may have just read it off a page he, mm. you know and, and the thing is with fans is when you when you look at your ex-players and you look at the pundits on the screen and you expect them to know everything that you know about your football club and sometimes they're going to get it wrong so Genus would have been sitting there going oh fuck I'm not sure what to say here I'm going to say this and that's what it would have been about um, the Man City, uh, game uh, in the League Cup played against MK Don in, at the MK Don Stadium if the EFL gives permission uh, by the time you listen to this that decision will be made but hypothetically if it has been made and we are going to play at the MK Don Stadium 
for the League Cup game against Watford, do you have any issues with it? Is it the best solution? Do you, do you have any issues about MK Dons being being? You know, obviously we're benefiting from the fact that the, the football club's been ripped away from its genuine fans in in Wimbledon. Um, we've done a season. You don't care. I know that already. We've done, yeah. a, we've done a season at Wembley. We're doing more games at Wembley. No, the, the point. This game has to be played somewhere. Where, where Why else? there though? Where else? Where else can we play? Give me a viable solution. I don't think that I don't think Spurs are picking that just to upset us. No, I, no, absolutely not. I don't. No, I don't. If think there was a different option, I'm sure they would go for it. What what possible option could there been? I don't know. <laughs> well, why is that an option and, and, and other stadiums aren't they? Nothing happening in the Milton Keynes that day. I don't know. They're, they're not in the Premier League. You know, it's not like we can play. Uh... Are they out the cup? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean. It's a, it's a football stadium. Can, I, we, I, I, can I, we not just I'm sort a, of veto the game? I'm a fan of Serie A, where teams share stadiums all the time. Mm. And so playing one game in Milton Keynes, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, what doesn't matter in the, in the grand scheme of things for me. Liverpool draw Napoli. Yeah. And it, what are Napoli like this year? They just got spanked 3 0 the weekend. Brilliant. <laughs> just perfect timing, isn't Napoli, it? Absolutely fucking perfect. Napoli are getting ready so, to Sar- fold. So was the guy. Sorry, Jorginho was the guy. But the thing is, they've got David Ospina in goal at the moment. The fucker can't save anything. Well, what's happened to the other Reina went to Milan. I don't care. <laughs> um, I, look, I, look I, I understand. And, and, the, and the trust came out with a statement saying... Oh, man, that was... Yeah. Go on. No, I was, I was going to say that. The so, all right, let's just, just in case people know. The trust came out of a statement saying, more or less, that... That they um, they didn't approve of the decision to play the game at Milton Keynes Dons, and it was Dons. based on their, their, although some would disagree on their membership as well. So, so a lot of people think that the trust is a voice a, a voice piece, uh, whatever spokesman, spokes, spokes, a group that represents all, 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 all Tottenham fans, a gender fluid group, yeah, a gender, <laughs> a gender fluid. Trans acceptance group <laughs> uh, who um, represent the, all Spurs fans when talking to the club. That's not true. The club, the trans, the trans, <laughs> <laughs> the trust, the trust represents um, the, their members, the people that subscribe to them, uh, that, that, that get involved and vote for the trust. They, they, they're only representative of their members. If you want to have a voice, if you want to get through to the club, the trust is the best way to do it. Become a member of the trust. Then you can contribute genuinely. The problem with mostly the people on Twitter, they go to the trust and go, "Well, you're the voice of the fans. You're the voice of the fans." That isn't the case. But they have made a stand about MK Dons, which some of the Spurs fans out there probably don't agree with. And whether or not their members or not is always going to be a sticky situation. But they have to make some stand. And I think for the betterment of the game, and the fact that what Milton MK Dons did to the original Wimbledon fans. I think that if if you can't make a stand about that, which is genuinely despicable in my eyes, because this could happen to Tottenham, we could be bought by some sort of oligarch who wants to move all home games to another country. I can't. I could see that happening one day. You know, it's a, it's just the thin, thin thin end of a wedge, and. You, what will happen is no one really gives a shit that we're playing this game in the MK Dons but they will give a shit one day when three of our games are played in America but aren't we playing a game at a stadium we're not playing 
at MK Dons, if you know what I mean. It's a ground which is available for us to use. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, and, and the, the so argument... Sometimes you've got to separate the kind of emotion from the fact that we need somewhere to play. But uh, I, I'd go back to my previous statement, is that it's... You, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next. But it's, it it's such just a... been Milton Keynes... If it had been Milton Keynes Albion Stadium instead of MK Dons, would, you wouldn't have any issue with it. No, I would if it was the, it's the same football club that I mean, was if it taken hadn't, from Wimbledon. Yeah, if it hadn't been taken from Wimbledon, if it had been I, 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 I would have liked it to be played at Harringay Borough because no, 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 no one gives a shit. So let's pack out that one thousand seat stadium. <laughs> just see Barnet, Barnet it, it, over in Harrow, that could have been done. Um, I don't know the answer, but it does leave a sour taste in the mouth. From Spurs' perspective, they they clearly don't give a shit about the traditions of the football club, MK Dons, uh, or or. The glorious foundations of our of our game. All they care about, and for good reason, is the bottom line. Let's get this game. Let's get it I done think, and I get think it out. Every of Every club is is probably going to kind of toe that sort of line in terms of it's about for them. It's about hosting the game somewhere. Just get it done. And yeah, and the, the, I think. I remember being quite vocal in terms of MK Don Stadium being the option, the alternative Wembley. to Wembley. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of, it kicked off about that at the time. And I know some people are like, I don't give a shit, I'm a Spurs fan. Why do I give a fuck about another club? And then they start bringing in the politics of, well, well AFC Wimbledon or the original Wimbledon might have got what they deserved. I mean, I don't know enough about it. I do know what a franchise is. And I know someone around King's, Kingstonian in the ground. Well, uh, yeah, this is exactly. So I, don't the, this, the, I don't know what the story is there. I, I, I don't know enough about it. That's why I'm, I'm kind of. I'm almost in this, in this position where I don't give a shit because I don't give a shit about the Carabao Cup as a, as a starting point, even though some people are going to say we've got a good chance of winning it. But we that wouldn't be out. enough for anyone anyway. No, we, we don't set out to win that cup. You Would you be happy, buddy, if we just won the Carabao Cup this year? I wouldn't mind that actually. All right, it's go. a day out, but it's not. It's, it's not a testament to anything else. And people are going to go. Carabao Cup. Oh, no, Finish top I'm four and win that. It'd be, it's a great. Season. Yeah, take it now, right now. Here, <laughs> I'll bite your hands. But yeah, the the, the, the politics of. Uh, I mean, we bought Delhi Ali from from that club for for five years. And now we somewhat someone on Twitter said, "What should we do? Transfer him back?" Like, <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. We all fucking like love Delhi Ali. He's amazing in wherever he is. I just, I just think we paid five million to a club that was a franchise football club. Yeah, no, but this and, uh, is my point. It, football. Let's let's get one thing straight, right? As supporters, as football clubs, as players, everyone involved in football, we are hypocritical. Whether we set out to be or not, we are by our, by our very nature, and that comes to defending players when they get recorded for studs up tackles, or, or do you know what I mean? Things, yeah. Hugo Lloris, drink driving, all this kind of stuff. We find a way to rationale, uh, rationalise and defend and deflect and whatever else. No, it's not great that we're playing there, but we haven't got a fucking stadium at the minute. You know, we're playing out of Wembley still. We're trying to get our actual home sorted. Mm. And if this is the only viable alternative, fuck it, play it. I hope we get fucking knocked out and we don't have to talk about the fucking League Cup again. Yeah, but, but we're t- just gypsies, man. We've got to put, <laughs> we've got to put our fucking caravan <laughs> somewhere. Is, 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 we used to fans for being nomads. But, but, they, but, but someone on Twitter, or a couple of people on Twitter, were saying, if, if you're moaning about MK Dons, why don't... What, you know, and you go to Arsenal way, then fuck you. Because yeah, they are a franchise. But for me, that's bullshit because it's fucking Arsenal. If Arsenal are playing 
in a swamp. It's like a hundred years of history, though, yeah. right? As opposed to exactly. some weird football club that has exactly. nothing to do with. Has, has a Premier League team <clears throat> ever played as many home games away from home as us? I mean, I mean, in the history of fucking football, has a team? No, Tottenham man. No, I've been away from MK Dons, Wembley. Like, there's two, already two home stadiums and there must be somebody uh, there's a lot of fans going mental about how Spurs have been given dispensation to Fuck do, to do it no, 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 I, oh, no I get it 100% agree yeah. but I'm just saying this is a conversation well, that's been having like, I've got an Arsenal fan this fucking weirdo I don't know if he listens to this probably because probably, he's fucking obsessed this guy Seb, I can't remember his name it doesn't matter DM me every single literally daily saying you lot should be a dot points dot points what is your dot points you're a scumbag it's not an advantage playing at three different fucking stadiums mate what's he talking about well he just thinks that, that we're somehow bending the rules oh. not knowing that the very foundations of his own football club were built on skullduggery and bending the rules oh. because he's some sort of fucking speng I had a goon of saying provide me with evidence he, of that he, he's some what of, of what, what Arsenal did I just had to I, 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 I laughed at it because he's the guy Henry Norris who, who, who owned Arsenal at the time, who first tried to merge them with Fulham, then um, moved them to North London and you know, raped our women and took our jobs, but also um, used nefarious means to guarantee their promotion to the Premier League or the, the top division yeah, they, at the they, time. they bribed their way in. They bribed their way in through, through skullduggery, and they, they, they're the only team in professional sport to, to get their place in the top league without merit this guy Henry Norris later was yeah, he was, was done wasn't he he was done and was unable to run a football club ever yeah. again this is what what a cunt he is and what all Arsenal fans are because they, they're from him they're, they're like, they, they shot out of his rivelled little green <laughs> cock and, and, and then from, from with that cock spewed Arsenal fans <laughs> and that's, that's what it is and, 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 and what's weird now I know I'm going off tangent but what's oh, weird is that now that we're better than them now that we, we, we're going to finish above them they're, they're just this fucking weird football club who, with, with celebrity fans like DT and um, Troops and all those guys right is, is you look at them it doesn't like we always used to laugh about it so it doesn't matter how good Arsenal fans it doesn't matter how better you are than us we can't lose and you can't win it doesn't matter mm. and never is that more true than yeah. right now because I don't feel anything about being above them anymore I just feel like it's actually a letdown because we, we've always wanted to be in this position where we think I we're in a better position than, than you lot I used, to, like, I used to look at Arsenal and, 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 and when they'd come to play at White Lane I'd think Fuck, they're going to do us again. I can't cope with it. I can't mm. cope with it. Now I'm like, you're barely a fucking football club and your fan base is a joke. And not only that, every weekend you make yourselves a laughing stock every single weekend. Like, never has it been truer that they can't win and we can't lose. But apparently, we're not an North London club. We're Middlesex. Middlesex. That's, yeah. that's the latest. Uh, that's not latest. Trend. They've been saying that for ages. Yeah. They're just a fucking weird, <laughs> weird, weird bunch of people. Anyone who chooses to support Arsenal has done so purely because of Match of the Day and not- FIFA. And can anybody, re- any of these cunts, really give it to you in any way that winds you up? I did numbers on Twitter by just stating exactly what you're talking about now. And I also added the fact that if they hadn't have been moved, most of them 
will be Spurs. All fans. of them would have been. So, in fact, or Man City or Chelsea, and that's that that, what? that sums them up. And do you know what? Fucking, I'm so glad <laughs> Arsenal turned up in North London. I'm so fucking happy because you imagine any of them fucking vermin like coming anywhere near us. Like it's a what? good thing because it, 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 it's like a, it's like the gene pool. Right, you know the fucking pricks who jump off bridges and die. Do you know what I mean on YouTube? No, 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 not, not, not. Sorry, I'm not talking about people. Oh, that people that, that, that <laughs> shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm talking about like uh, people that do tricks on YouTube, or they're like, oh, look at me, I'm a YouTuber, I'm going to dive off a bridge, and it's going to be great for my views. You're cleansing the gene pool. Crack on. I mean, it's the same thing with with Arsenal fans. They come to come to North London, and what they did is cleansed our gene pool, and now we've got the good shit over at Spurs, and all the fucking rotten shit is over there. It's true. My, 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 grand, my granddad used to say that when he... Well, I don't know whether he remembers or whether he was passing on what had happened, but Spurs fans would go and watch Arsenal. And mm. the casuals gravitated. So their entire foundation in North London is based on casual football supporters rather than... Oh, yeah, I read this. Now, people might go, well, no, actually, back then, people weren't as passionate as about football, and the loyalties were a little bit sort of... I don't believe that at all. So you're right. Mm. Oh, you put it far more elegantly yeah. than I did just then. I'm not sure if it's elegant. <laughs> when Spurs played away, they, the casuals used to go watch Yes, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my point. Yeah, it's, it's, and, it, and it kind of fractured. I mean, they, they, they renamed Gillespie Road, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They don't have... Well, well we're well, going to do that as well with the Tottenham Hotspur fucking bullshit. Yeah, but you, you know what that's about? That's, that's just about uh, sponsorship I know. shit. They want to get rid of White Hart Lane Station just because they want to get rid it of... It will never happen. White Hart Lane because they want to rename the stadium to the Nike Stadium. So what we're going to do with its fans bit of money? Like... <laughs> All that stuff about needy fans, forget it. I've just come up with a better idea. Oh. Is we're going to pay to to get someone to build a sign so when this Tottenham Hotspur Stadium come uh, uh, station comes out, we'll build the signs and plaster over it, cement it, fucking gorilla glue it <laughs> on, <laughs> onto onto the white. So so you, you go to the. That shit. You, do you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Don't you? In the the underground station. Uh, it's the Tottenham Hotspur Station or wherever it is. Tottenham Station. And then over it, wildly. And loads of little stickers to stick on the tube maps as well. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to pay for all of this stuff. Um, we've got, <laughs> speaking on, oh, it's a good time to talk about Daniel Levy very quickly because we've overrun already. Uh, Daniel Levy's statement, uh, he's come out and he said, I'm just going to read a section of it. Uh, he said, uh, he said uh, we're all focused, this is about the stadium, we're all focused on ensuring contractors deliver our new stadium in the shortest possible period of time, opening our, our stadium at the earliest opportunity. The consequences of not being able to open a stadium on the 15th of September against Liverpool have been immense. Building a venue of this scale is, is, um, that is open to the general public is a huge undertaking. We are creating in Tottenham a unique world-class stadium with pioneering, pioneering technology and engineering. Amongst the consequences of the, of the delay have been the substantial addition of costs, not least of which the need for alternative venue hire, along with the inconvenience of our fans, of, the, uh, of those of our op- opposition, like, fuck them, who gives a shit. Key here, because this is in direct contrast to what the original statement came out with, with was, uh, I want to apologise once again and thank you for all your support. Many of you have taken the time to write to us and commend us for what we're doing for the club. When, you're fa- when you face times like this in an organisation, in its teamwork, it's pulling together that gets you through, blah, blah, blah. What, what do you think? He, 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 it's just the apology. Yeah, he had to make a more direct apology. Obviously, people will 
we'll, we'll, we'll not see through it. I probably think that it's a bit late in in in, in the day. I've, you know, I, I don't know what it is about the way my head works. I, I always, I don't fall into the middle because I don't want to take a side. But I feel things aren't black and white. Of course. Right? I don't think in, in most, and in, in with this, I think the problem most people have is the lack of transparent communication. And I don't know whether that transparency was ever possible in the early days because they might have spoken with the, with the builders, construction guys, whatever, and said, what's the date? You know, can we can we go with these fixtures? And they're, they're like, yes, yeah, right. So you 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 trust them. So as a company, well, it, it can just... you can you actually say, actually, you know what? You've given us that date. I'm going to put a two month buffer because well, I don't trust you. No, absolutely not. So this is what he said: is that we are now uh, being regularly updated on progress, yeah. and as soon as we have confidence in our project managers and contractors' ability to deliver against the revised schedule of works, we shall be, we shall be able to issue dates for I, test events and the. I, I think we, the club were maybe ambi- too ambitious, too enthusiastic, too excited. But these were to promises that would have been given to them by people that yeah. employed. And maybe that's where the naivety was. I mean, some of the shit that you read about, like, why is it everybody knows someone knows something? Like, it's like the ITK, but for construction. Like, I, I know, but I can't share. Don't tell me you fucking know then. If you're not willing to share That's the about some guy's ego on the internet. <laughs> Probably. Like, yeah. like it's supposedly. Like, it's, like when, got... it's like when you get a, a picture from... from uh, uh, back in the day, a long time ago, a, a, a picture from a lovely lady and... Uh, she just gives you a little bit of a minge, a but a not push. the full minge. Bit of hair. That's what it's saying. That's what Spurs have done. They've only given you a li- tiny little yeah. bit of the minge, not enough to knock one out to. <laughs> I've never had that, by the way. Me neither. No comment. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, what, what do you think, buddy? Uh, I mean... Uh, you don't feel nothing about no, that, yeah. What is wrong? Like, I don't know what you want. You, you, what, what do you want? Like, 90 minutes of glorious football all the time. Do you want... Do you understand the traditions of the game yeah. and how important they are? Do you understand the fact that sometimes building a big fucking stadium is hard? I, swear, I agree with this. So you've got hard. nothing to say? I just want Tottenham to play a fucking formation that makes sense. <laughs> yes, buddy! Let's go. Now we've got Windy. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth updates, looking at our young players and players out on loan. And there's quite a lot to talk about this week. So firstly, the under-23s lost 2-1 to Arsenal on Friday night. It was a pretty shocking performance, if I'm honest. I didn't think the team selection was all that great, with Edwards gone and Shashua also on loan. There was very little creativity in our side. I thought Dylan Markande might get shifted up, but alas, no. So... We lined up with um, essentially four central midfielders, plus Shayna Harrison behind uh, the striker Parrott, which, as you'd expect, didn't really work out very well. Arsenal played superbly, I thought. Uh, They missed the penalty. Brandon Austin made a really good save after Tanganga was rather harshly judged to have uh, made a foul in the box. But Spurs just never got going. And I thought on the night we only really had two good players who were the ever-reliable Oliver Skip and Brandon Austin in goal. Troy Parrott's got himself sent off rather ridiculously. Um, Arsenal made a foul on Jack Rolls, which was a pretty bad foul, and it resulted in this huge scuffle. 
Parrot went over and pushed over an Arsenal player literally right in front of the referee and was shown a straight red. So not a good moment for him. The under-18s had more success, though. They beat Southampton 5-2 away on Saturday morning, um, which is obviously a very impressive result, but not least because they were missing a bunch of players who'd played in the in the under-23s match the previous night. So they were playing without Parrott, without Magoma, without Lyons Foster, I guess you could say without Skip. And and yet they won 5-2, very impressive indeed. Um the goals came from Jeremy McKendy, who scored a couple, Dylan Markande, Ryan Clark and Phoenix Patterson. And by all accounts, Jamie Bowden had a great game in midfield. He's a player I really, really like. A uh, very classy, elegant central midfielder who passes the ball really well. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing him progress this season. In terms of Aloneys, I've mentioned already that Edwards is gone. So the loan moves until January at least are Carter Vickers having joined Swansea for the season, Shashua having joined Atletico Baleares for the season, Marcus Edwards joining Excelsior for the season in the Eredivisie, Josh Onoma joining Sheffield Wednesday and Connor Ogilvie joining Gillingham until the end of December. Uh, overall, some reasonable moves there. I'm, I'm slightly, slightly sad that Onoma has not been kept around the first team squad but at least he will play at Sheffield Wednesday. He's been given the number seven shirt, uh, which which bodes well. Hopefully he'll get a full season in central midfield for them and come back stronger next year. Edwards made his debut for Excelsior in their uh, 4-2 defeat to Den Haag. He came on for the final 10 minutes to try and create stuff. And if you go to my Twitter feed, at WindyCoys, you will see that I retweeted the highlights video that someone made. Uh, uh, basically Edwards doing Edwards things. He He's showing good tight control, taking on players in the box, not always successful, but trying to make things happen. So look forward to seeing more of Marcus Edwards in the Eredivisie. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for coming you Spurs. Oh, for the Fighting Cop podcast, thank you very much, Windy, once again. Like, unbelievable consistency, hurricane-esque. Um, Champions League squad's been named Carl Walker, Peterson, Foyth miss out We've only got 22 players But Inter Milan have got 20 20 Do you need 25 players to win the Champions League? Um, no, you just need like 13 really good ones Do you, Exactly Do you need 25 players to get out of the group stages? Our group uh, It depends how often you want to rotate It'd be In an ideal world you win your first three games Kind of Virtually qualify and then we've done that in the league, play. and you hate Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> very different. But I, I don't understand why Carl Walker Peters has been left out. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't, I mean, I'm sure there is a good reason. They wouldn't leave him out just to be a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> there must just be a good keep reason. Company. But he's homegrown. He fits in there. What? Why haven't they done that? I I don't know, but it's, it's a weird decision. But Inter have only got twenty because they've been hit with um, financial fair play, and they're kind of trying to like win some brownie points if you wait for saying look we'll purposely leave out extra players that kind of shit really yeah that's kind of like a that. weird behaviour well, it's yeah, Italian yeah. football though isn't it buddy a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> just is uh, what, what do you think about the draw when it came out Barcelona um, um, I was quite PSB. happy to get Barcelona because yeah it's actually trying to fuck them fucking I would have Spurs, Spurs are going to win mm. <laughs> 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 for those who, if they, if that was inaudible uh, <laughs> but I just went oh, I'm not sure that's going to happen I mean the, Barcelona went 1-0 down on the weekend then it was just like oh fuck Barcelona 1-0 down they came back and spanked them 
Well, there you go. But um, it'd be, I really, I've always, it's a lifetime ambition of mine to see Leo Messi play. So it would be amazing to Good see for you. Play. Good for you. Can we beat them? Uh, we, if we get two points off them, we will, we will qualify. Yeah. Well, that's. I think, fuck it, six points off them. Like, let's fuck it with Spurs. <laughs> I reckon we, we might do uh, Wembley. Like we did Madrid. I, I, on nights like that, there's, there's something about yeah. us as a fan base and and the players reacting to the expectancy that the supporters. It's something magical. It, it's. I know we don't have White Hart Lane anymore, but those glory, glory nights have still kind of transcended into into that fucking stadium mm. that we don't want to play in, that we've got to play in. Um, all three games uh, are at Champions League. Uh, yeah, no, at they're Wembley, all. Yeah, yeah. so they're, it's so was it Wembley, PSV, and who's the other? Inter. Inter. So in the Milan, are they any good this year? They are because they got they still got players. They're in transition. They're right. in a weird team transition. They spent a lot of money. They were like they won the the transfer market kind of thing. They made some decent signings. Who did they buy? Um, Nangalan they signed oh really um, the centre back from Lazio for free they signed this really promising Argentinian Lautaro Martinez who's meant to be quite good but hasn't really set the world on fire and a couple of other guys did they hold on to Icardi they held on to Icardi plus they got the free Icardi plus they got Icardi (laughs) they got the free Croatians so you know there's a lot to be hopeful for them Perisic Brozovic and they're a good team so how come they were in pot four uh, because they haven't been in the Champions League since we spanked them. I really? Think. Has I, it been that long? I think so. maybe they've had. And who's their manager now? Uh, Spalletti, who I really like. Spalletti's former of Sampdoria. Roma, maybe Sampdoria, but he's Roma. He's a ball chap. Right. He's quite nice. I quite like how he plays his teams. But they they starting to settle now. Even though they won, they won at the weekend without Icardi up front. But I still think now is a good time to play him before they kind of find their rhythm. So do you feel like we've got a very difficult group, but harder than last year? Uh, I don't know. Last year when our group came out, there was obviously one team which was complete whipping boys, and then there was Dortmund, who we didn't know, and they ended up being not very good. Yeah. Um, I think Inter are probably a little bit better than um, than Dortmund. But that first game is key. Win that because if we lose that first game, all of a sudden we've backed ourselves into a corner. Who's the first game? Inter. If we take a point away at home, away. If we take a point, good. If we win, fantastic. If we win away, if we win away, we'll qualify for sure. Do you think that there there is an Inter Milan podcast out there going talking about Spurs right now and, and, yeah. and wor- being worried by how- shit scared? Really? Well, did you do you see that Twitter poll by I think the official Barcelona account? <laughs> Right, 80% were more worried about Tottenham yeah. than anyone else I've got no idea whether any of those Barcelona fans voting were Catalans or whether they were Barcelona's worldwide yeah. but why would they fans. focus on Spurs well because they they, 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 they Spurs are high, high profile these when, days, when Barcelona fans were looking at pot two I'm sure they, we weren't a team they yeah. wanted to draw I mean they'd maybe not watch us as much but uh, they know they know they we know. beat Real Madrid yeah. last season yeah but we're not we're a good we're a good team well, is this about Spurs fans looking at and, and, and kind of adapting an age old philosophy of us being not very good and not really you know, uh, deserving, deserving of our place. Yeah. Like we got new, we got Barcelona away, and everyone's going mental because we haven't played them. God, fuck! For a long since Steve Perryman scored an own goal, I think. Yeah, so you're talking about the, like eighties. Yeah. So, 
it's almost like we don't deserve to be there. Mate, after all those years of, of Euro- Europa League, we've, bollocks, we've earned it. We have earned it. And I know some people, I saw a lot of tweets, a lot of tweets from people saying, I'd rather have an easy group and then play the big teams later. We had an easy group two years ago and we got knocked out. But, yeah. but, the, but Flav, it, isn't it more about like, it's, oh, I can't believe I'm going to say Just, this, but it's more about, it's the journey that you take to get somewhere, okay? If we have an easy group and we qualify, I think people are more obsessive about we have qualified so I won't lose, I won't be shamed by any rival supporters because I can say we got out of the groups. But whereas I I think for me and maybe for for other people as well, it's more about who we're playing and and creating those moments and those defining games. And you can go back and say, remember that night Barcelona and Messi turned up at Wembley and we beat them 3-1. Do you know know what it is? is When we first qualified for the Europa League, Prague, Slavia Prague we drew in, in, in the Europa League and we took, it's got to be somewhere between four or 5,000 for Europa League qualifying game, I think it was. Um, and as time's progressed, people have been less interested in going to, I mean, there are a hardcore group of Spurs fans who travel regardless, no matter who we're playing and Godspeed to all of them, incredible support. But it got to a stage now where it took something like Barcelona to get people excited we weren't even that excited to go back to the Bernabeu because we'd done it. We, we're on this upward tra- trajectory, albeit without any trophies. And it's taken the biggest side in world football that we haven't already met hmm. to, to get that excitement. Like My brothers were like, fuck it, get tickets, get tickets, get tickets. Yeah, we've got to yeah, go, yeah, we've got to yeah, go, yeah. we've got to go. And they're not going there because it's a fucking day trip. They're going there because they believe Tottenham are going to turn over Barcelona at the Nou Camp. Something that no one, no no club really does. You know, having very... Kane hat trick at the Nou Camp, three penalties would be amazing. <laughs> and is it is it outside the, the realms of possibility? No, no, of but, not. but that's what's beautiful. But this is, I think, I. But that, and that's why I struggle with people that that, that dig out Spurs or, or or throw mud at the club. I'm not talking about you, buddy. That's right. Uh, but you know, because. It, Oh, we haven't won trophies or whatever it is. For, for the match they go and fan, you're offering all kinds of new experiences. And we may just well do them. We may not. We probably won't. But it could be we've had many, many glory nights on the road to where we've become now. Mm. And why can't we beat uh, Barcelona at, at the new camp? New camp and, and certainly why can't we beat them at Wembley? Yeah, without that. And I think, I think people... I, I know there's this thing where... As you level up, you, you, you shouldn't look back to when you were lower level and, and think about, oh, well, look at where we are now compared to where we were and then just settle for where we are. But the thing is, we're up against seasoned teams that win silverware domestically and, 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 and some of the very elite, like the top but it, it, 2%, I yeah. don't know what it is, but the top 2% are the ones that win all the trophies in Europe. So what we're up against... We're, we're we're not pretenders, but we're not con- we're not really contenders. Well, look, look pound at our, for pound. our first so, eleven. Who, like there are three players that get into that Barcelona side. Yeah. Harry Kane gets into that side probably. I know he's more of a Real Madrid player. Yeah, but I think Harry Kane could probably play for Barcelona. I think Vertonghen could play for Barcelona. Toby and, and Alderweireld yeah. plays for Barcelona. Yeah, definitely. Maybe even Loris. 
Ericsson could do a job. Ericsson, they, they mooted that he, they even. Well, Ericsson wants to wants to end up there. I think that was his his dream way back when he was at Ajax. I think that was his. Most every player's. Yeah, without that, because you, you you you're representing one of the biggest clubs on the planet, and you know. If you're good enough to play for them, you're going to, you're going to win trophies because they win trophies. Because they're, they're, there's only two or three teams in Spain that win trophies, and yeah. and then on a Champions League level, Barca, Real Madrid, maybe one or two others are always the favourites for it. So you, you have you've completed the fucking game if you get to play for for those clubs. Mm. And I get why professionals want to play for the, the best clubs on the planet, but what Spurs are doing should be. We should be fucking super proud. I'm not saying we settle for it because there's always that little bit more. You know when we were shit, right? We were fucking shit. Mm. And I, I, I don't know whether it was you, Bardi, on a pod. I'm sure we've all mentioned this at some point. We used to dream about always getting into Europe or I'm playing the biggest sides. And people, and, and I guess this is where the hatred comes from. Look at those fucking Spurs fans always dreaming above their stations. They think they're better than us. But I think we fuel the club's ambition because if we were like fucking West Ham supporters who were just we're the best fans in the world because look at us celebrating a corner when we're 5-0 down away to fucking Sunderland or whoever it was look at us we're always seeing yeah but you don't fucking get anywhere because yeah. you're not doing enough as a fan base you're accepting what you are and you're proud of what you are which is fucking great yeah I think that's mo- great most football clubs are in that position they're never going to win anything and I'm not saying belonging and having an identity with your club is the greatest thing ever but Spurs fans we kind of know that we've we've got something that's in that is in purgatory we're just just that we're above everyone else but we're not in amongst the top tier enough to know we can win the league, yeah, but we're, they're, they're, we're, we're like on the cusp, on the cusp, um, and it's a great fucking place to be. You know, the midfielder away from winning the league. There, you, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I'm teasing. Yeah. I was, I was uh, on said, one. Fuck then. all in the second half. <laughs> I was on one then. It's coming there. How can I say you know what, you know, but, No, but do you know what I'm saying? You get what where I'm coming from. Yeah. Can we can we can we talk about something that that, that we can unite behind? Go okay. go. West Ham. How funny is that? Oh, it's brilliant. They spent how much money on so many of these these players? They, they West Ham won the cha- uh, the transfer fucking window. Spurs haven't signed anyone. You lot on mugs. Now what? Well, because they, they signed players who, who were never going to change their, um, their... They needed to change their philosophy and their beliefs. Yeah. They needed to change the attitude of their football team. Mm. And they didn't sign any of those players that could do it's that. Like, Wilshere would just go in and mould himself to the surroundings. Felipe Anderson, who's a beautiful player, and if Spurs had got him and Pochettino like, cracked the whip at him, he might be something, but... At West Ham, he's just going to like revert to the norm almost. He's going to go, okay, this is how we play here, and they're never going to do anything. It was and obvious. This is a problem. They're weak because because the club think West Ham United. We've got to give them stylish football because that's what they're used to, supposedly. Yeah. So rather where, than coming, where, where, where does that come from? It's a fallacy, mate. It's but it behind, comes from back in the day, Trevor Brookin. Behind like, like, every stylish football team, there's a fucking rock hard backbone. There's a backbone. Are you coming back to Spurs again? No. Is it that midfielder or is it the... For example, the great Barcelona team of, uh, of Pep 
you don't had fucking Puyo Puyo Busquets Shabby you had a fucking spine West Ham have got no spine they were jellyfish man they all yeah, look all very pretty they are so, so West Ham Fan TV did uh, they did a, 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 a prediction season pretty sure oh that's amazing have you seen it yeah S- signed all these players and uh, Nicky God bless him I really do love him he's a lovely lovely man obviously hates Spurs well, like, remove that for a second yeah. anyway he goes uh, I'm going to be bold I'm going to be bold <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'll never hear this but I'm, I'm going to be bold I'm saying we can we can finish above Spurs <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold reality sets in life sets in and uh, it is what it is at, um, on Twitter sorry at MPH1982 did a really nice um uh, give that guy a follow yeah he really, really does really nice videos he did a really nice montage of all the best bits on that West Ham TV show I'll revert curb your enthusiasm South Korea won't win the Asian oh, game yeah. go on come on son <laughs> get in there like it, like I was watching that like I was you watched it on Spurs YouTube, band, didn't you? And you, you lot were talk- I didn't watch it, but you, you lot, were, you lot were talking on on uh, in the WhatsApp group. Come on, great. <laughs> like, Japan are no mugs. They're no mugs. But what, I think I heard it was a Japan under twenty three team. Was it brilliant? Yeah. So Son's <laughs> like running around celebrating, and they beat an under twenty three. Full Japan. So that's like Crawley Town beating Spurs in the car- in exactly. the Chuck and Trade Trophy. Um, I'm yes. sorry to bring it down again, but well done. Son. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Son, uh, was that ever a real thing? Like he wouldn't if they wouldn't have made him do it during his his professional career. I don't know. Who knows? There's no chance that Son would have been made to become to go and do national service during his career. Like maybe at 35 or whenever it is afterwards. But I don't know. Were, I think I, the way there, I there is no chance was, that would happen. That would have been ridiculously stupid. Well, considering that Spurs have got a contract with him, is he or, or the government? Going to compensate they, us for his? There'd be hugely rank. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't have happened. So I don't know why like, I mean I appreciate that it's fun like mm. kind of celebrating the fact that he doesn't have to do military service but you would never have done that if anyone listening to this let me know if I'm completely wrong or if there are, there are ever any precedents that have been set where elite sportsmen have been made to do um made to do military service during contracts that were worth so much money Did or rather you- taking the more pragmatic approach is saying right you can do it after you you're not worth Did you guys hear millions the, um, and millions of pounds did you hear the chart michael cox made up no he's from seoul but he's not a soldier oh well, well hold on a minute that was i thought that was a man united man i think no. that guy's nicked it that, who's that michael seriously cox? i was just you was like, was, my next thing out of my mouth was that but yeah. it wasn't um it was the guy i forget his actual name that is that is to, to be to be fair though that is genius it's pretty there's, good. no no hold on there's a spurs fan yeah uh, the guy that runs the who framed raw fox uh blog i don't know if you remember that back I in the day i do remember it yeah but I, he, um he it was pretty good yeah no no he, 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 he was he, did he listen to the pod i hope he does because he tweeted uh, no, um, no, hang on hang on do you know he listens to the pod? Now? I have no idea. So but why ma- does, mention his name? Why mention his name? I'm just saying because he. If you he listen to the pod, tweet us and we'll got, retweet you. If he doesn't got, listen to the pod, don't listen to anything that Spooky's about to say. Fuck off. Go on. Right. He tweeted, "We've got son that he's not a soldier," and yeah. I, I retweeted that. And I, I mean, the it last one I checked, he, was, he blew yeah. up that tweet, and I thought he was the. I'm sure it's, it's this something. Is what Michael Cox said this at Totally Football Show on Monday. I think they were called. He Monday. stole it. Someone's, someone's, someone's. He stole, he stole Although it. Although you're accusing at Zone or Market, <laughs> friend of the extra inch. How, Sorry, how many followers? How many? He's a good. Yes, I'm. He's exactly got. I, I don't know. Fifty thousand. 
Okay. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good chant. I've got some questions. Uh, if you had to fight the thing that your local pub is named after, would you win? Uh, it's from Lee Batik. My local pub is called Facebook. Chando's. I, had no, I have no idea what a Chando yeah, is. Your local pub's called Chando's. But the previous one was the, the Jolly Badger. I reckon I could knock the fuck out of a Jolly yeah, Badger. Hopefully. But that, you've, got, you've got height on it. You've well, reach. I don't know. Would, can badgers stand on their hind legs? I mean, even if it could, it's like what's going to get pretty big, though. Get up to your knees at most. Fucking get it. Yeah, you could smash a badger. I believe in you. What's your local... The, the Garnham Bushes. So it's a bush. A bush. Can I, can I so beat you've always been scared of a bit of bush. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's got to be completely... Have you, have um, you been, ever been afraid going to a sexual event? Not event. <laughs> a event? Se- <laughs> a, se- a sexual encounter. Have you ever been afraid? Like, felt the pressure of having to perform? Yeah, well, yeah anything. Or just been no, Have you ever felt the feeling of being afraid when going into having sex? Me, no. I'm not saying the other person has. The other person, <laughs> is the other person conscious? Yeah, yeah. The other person was afraid, but I was fine. I was fine. <laughs> yeah. No, you've never I don't been know afraid. Where you no, with you, mate. I'm just asking you, I'm asking afraid? you a question. Have you ever when been when I was young, probably because you think at the time you've got yeah. to live up to certain expectations, but as... When, when you're hitting your late teens and 20s, probably, you're probably quite arrogant at that point. I, I once had an escapade in a certain town in Europe where I was walking along the street, peeled off my nut, uh, and some... Uh, do, do I say this? It's too late now. You're, you're like, you, you've now. died so, in. So this girl whistled out the top of a window... And she said, come up. This is... I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> uh, so she buzzed the door. I'm walking on the street. One minute walking on the street, next minute... On your own? You, I, I, completely on my touch. I'd lost my battery, had died. Uh, I was under the influence of everything. And she whistled out the window and uh, she went, come up, come up. And I was like, there's no way she could even see me, what I looked like, or any, any of that. Wow. I went upstairs. I'd be afraid, yeah. In that instance, I was afraid because yeah. I thought I was, might be honey-trapped. Turns out it was fine. Just, it was all what right. What did she want? Just a chat? No, not chat, no. I don't know. She didn't demand money? No, she just had a... She just had the horn. She just had a bang. I always, me and my mate, we used to walk home from the tube station. Mm-hmm. Like, these back in the days when we were poor and Uber didn't exist. And we always, always wanted, just like a housewife, just to be <laughs> closing the curtains and just be alone and horny and just see us walking past and go, come in, boys. It never happened. Yeah, that would be incredible. But that, that did happen. She wasn't... I mean, I don't really remember her. I mean, it could have been anybody. Might have been a bloke. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what, what I do remember is that I didn't have any battery on my phone, and when I left there, I had battery. So, swings and roundabouts. Uh, with um, <laughs> uh, Cal Hutchins, 26, Twitter, he says, uh, with news breaking that Delhi, Yan, and Christian are all stumbling over their new contracts, how much would it cost to replace well, I, I've all? not. I've only seen the Yan quote. The, the Yan one, the, the direct quote from him is saying that he... He has a that we have the option on another year. Yeah, so the bollocks. Was, I don't know what who was talking or. But what or about tweeting. Delhi and Christian? What's, what's the rumours with those two? I haven't heard anything. Delhi about. just signed a contract last year. But I don't know what the new contract. Uh, Ericsson has been uh, slight issues. I don't know. Because because the popular rumour that we've all entertained all summer long was that they they've signed contracts and Spurs haven't announced them. But now that's. A little bit seems a little bit dubious. Why would they not announce new no, contracts if, if, they're, if they're there? So, definitely I not. mean, if, if you're looking at the cost to replace them right now, you're looking at 
200, 300 million. But we well, got Deli Ali is... We signed them cheap and they were kind of unproven. Mm. And nowadays, we've got Yan for 12, he would cost 40. Yeah, absolutely. Deli Ali is, is um, rated by, or, or valued by Forbes as £170 million. Wow. Probably. Harry Kane is, I've said this already in this pod, is. Um, would cost in the current market £202 million until leaving this man which rates him as the most expensive player in world football wow more than Messi wow. more than Neymar more than Mbappe age, more than you know, all of them age, age potential and consistency over the last few like, seasons yeah, and length of contract yeah, yeah and I don't, I don't put him in the same uh, I don't tag him the way I would tag Toby Toby's obviously after his payoff I think Yan has been so loyal to Tottenham I know he had that wobble a few seasons back, but I think he will, he will stay on. Will it be seven years by the end of his contract? Yeah, I think he'll stay. I think, he, he's, he, I think he's more than comfortable. Delhi and, and, and Christian worry me, not because what they're saying publicly and through social media and the rest of it, they, they seem to be very pro Spurs and, and, and playing for Tottenham now. Come next summer, I haven't got a fucking clue. No, of course not. It uh, depends what we're doing. The thing is, I don't blame them either because... Ericsson is thinking if I've got a move I've got a move next summer probably because he, he's going to hit an age where he's yeah. going to miss out Delhi's got the fucking world at his feet he probably still has to prove people wrong he still has to prove that he can, he can play at a certain level consistently for us to prove that he's worth a potential transfer. How much would it cost to replace him, Spook? It, you can't. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. You cannot put... Either you can. Well, well, yeah, but yeah, well, he answered the question. 500 right? million. I answered the question. We, you're we going... Build, I don't know what the fuck you're talking we about. We build the stadium and yeah. we sell it to finance replacing... Answer the, the question! I just said. 500 million? Yes. No, no. That's we, bollocks. No. We could sign Frankie De Jong for 40 million. We could sign um, somebody... Uh, we could sign... Frankie De Jong. Frankie De Jong. Frank, what is that? Some sort Oscar of Oscar Young? He's from the IS. Oh, you two just need to shut up. <laughs> I don't know what. How much would it cost? You said two hundred. You said five hundred million. No, I don't give a fuck. One hundred, one hundred and twenty. Brilliant. Five. Thanks, Cal Hutchins, twenty-six on Twitter. If Troy Deeney was an STD, what would he be? Tom Dance, Facebook. He would be one that's that you Bullish. live with. Bullish. Really, one. Yeah. Really no. With? HIV. Wait. <laughs> now, hold on. What H- H- Troy Deeney, HIV. Right. <laughs> Chlamydia. Troy Troy Dean is one of those players. <laughs> the hidden, right? the hidden one. <laughs> the hidden one. He's, he's not a, hidden. He ain't he's nothing hidden. hidden. No, exactly. He's got he's gone a real. He's pus. Yeah. Uh, he's he's. Like, I don't know because uh, I'm going it from a different. If you ever if you ever had a sexual escapade, where. Uh, it was clear that they had an STD <laughs> no. in front of you. It might have been the stench. Oh, no. oh God! Stench could have just been they've been Fuck. working out or something. Oh, that's not good. Is it? Working out. Have you, ever, have you ever have you ever had a sexual escapade where there was a stench? No. Oh yes. Well, like yeah. Brilliant. Go on, speak. Now, no, now you can go. Now you can go. Fuck. No, it's just in the back of a car. Knickers come off. I go down. Yeah. Wash your fannies. There's a split second where I'm thinking, do I do the brave thing? Or no. <laughs> but how did you get out of it? Because you didn't I want to did, I, I kissed the belly button, walked myself oh, up. Brilliant. Nice. And she was like, come on, mate. I want... was, no, no, it was stylish. You just thought maybe it was too early for that. But, but so, what did you? Was you not repulsed? Did you? Will he not go down? No. No, you've cracked on. 
Go on, Embardi, you've got something. You must have something. <laughs> no, no, when you get down there, it smells a little bit fruity. Like, you know, not fruity. Fruity, but like fishy. No, like, but festering, but sometimes it could <laughs> <laughs> But in a nice way. There's no nice way to fester. No, right? because obviously you've been charming them all night. So it, it's, there's been so heat. It's a psychological yeah. there's, been oh, heat. Right. there's been heat. It's been heat, and insane. there's the aroma. It's not really, it's not a nasty smell. It's the aroma but of that's like. Different. Well, aroma, aroma's that. fine. Yeah. Like fish. It or... was aromatic, like a good red wine. Nice. That's why he gets all the women. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what else we got? Doug- David J. Douglas on Twitter. He says, if you were super glued or stapled to a Spurs player for a whole week, shitting, eating, slipping, sleeping, the works, who would you choose and why? I'll choose someone little. That, um, Harry Winks. Or Trippier. I don't think Trippier gets up to much. You don't want to be someone who's going to cause you problems. No, I'll, try, I'll go big. Carl Walker Peters. Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. Crack on. Although he's not as strong as you think. He got bullied. Absolutely. Like, there's one that he got, did 50 50 with that success. And if not for the first time in his Spurs career, and I'm not true. digging him out. It's true. His strength isn't there. He gets caught off balance, I think. It's the way he positions mm. his yeah, body. Exactly, yeah. yeah, that needs to be trained into him. I uh, don't know, David. Cheers for the question. No, mate. Um, finally, Bobby G83 says, your death is imminent and all, you, uh, and all you have time for is one last wank. What's your subject matter? Fuck. What's your go-to niche in porn? I don't have a go-to niche, but I was thinking about this and it would probably be like one of the classic porn stars that have always been my favourites. Either like... Um, Tony Roberts or Devon just to spend one last time with them <laughs> I love the way you just say you say these names like people are going to know who I you're talking about I don't know who Tony Roberts that's what I mean they're niche no, they're not niche but they're I remember mainstream. Devon but I don't can remember you, the other one can you get Tony Roberts I'm interested in Tony Roberts get her up on the screen there I don't think she I think she's one of those that's still alive because I, I always feel a bit funny when can you, can you do, do me a favour can you go would you mind going on Pornhub on your phone um, go incognito, bro. Go incognito. I know, what's that mind? And I just want to play a little bit of Tony Roberts. I want to find out what's in going on in Bardi's head. And what <laughs> Tony t- Roberts, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, well, look, look, it's fine. We'll, we'll find out one way or another. I can't, this, I can't browse to it for some reason. This is what? It's blocked. Oh, yeah, that would be because I'm on work Wi Fi. You're on his work Wi Fi. No, 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 uh, I'm on 4G, so I don't quite know why. Uh... Are you lying so that you don't have to do this? I swear on my life, mate, for some reason it's blocked. But it would be something like that. Or it's a bit weird. I, w- or I was also thinking, it would, I'd maybe just think about all my sexual partners throughout my life and put them together in like a collage. Put them together in what a collage. What is with you with collages? <laughs> <laughs> what was the last, the other collage you had? It was, uh, Court, um... Um, Courtney Cox from Friends. No, Jennifer Aniston from Friends. Yeah. But it would be something like that. There, you can take all the nice moments of your life and just. Oh yeah, all right, all right. She's not that good, mate. I mean, she's not. But she, she after she, big... get, she she went wrong after she had plastic surgery. She was quite. Natural. What do you mean she went wrong? Didn't look very good. Yeah, some free. some of the nineties uh, uh, breast enlargements were were failures. Yeah, I don't know if I'm about to play this for my phone. This is. Oh, we 
Casey Dolan, Steve Box. Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy. Ha ha! Fighting cock and we don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat baits and prick. We can get a sticky in the mini, sucking willy. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you're gonna bang the milli. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.